welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Matt Halloran. You know, you get to meet a lot of really cool people. And one of the reasons why I love doing the show more than I probably humanly should is because I get to meet really, really cool people throughout my travels and through, hey, this person knows this person knows this person. Our guest today is this in that situation, right? Our paths have crossed only virtually. We actually never met in person, which we are going to meet at Jolt, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's Woo-hoo. absolutely fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk about something that I have talked about kind of as a side tangent on the show before, which I believe is one of the greatest marketing techniques that you can do as a financial services professional, which is really knowing how to have multi-generational conversations. And Julie Johnson, our guest today, is going to talk about how to do it, why to do it, the numbers surrounding it, which are astronomical numbers, everybody. So we're going to really hit on those three major points. Number one, that all of you know right now that you need to do this. Number two, you don't know how. And then the third is, is what is the real value of the business? So Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. I'm totally thrilled to be here. And I love that you also say, dude, because I catch myself saying dude all the time. And it makes me feel better that you say that as well. I uh, I wish it was more gender neutral, to be really <laughs> honest. But uh, you and I are, are dudes together. All right. So, uh, Julie, where did you get, how did you have this epiphany? So, I was an advisor for about 15 years. But the epiphany came when I started the second chapter, if you will, of my career in, let's call it 2014. Where... Um, I had an, op- an amazing opportunity to work with Brene Brown and her Dare to Lead team, and they s- encouraged me to do more coaching and speaking in the financial services space. And so, of course, I went and you know went to the online library, so to speak, and researched what were the biggest subjects that were being discussed. That it felt like it was a big discussion situation but there wasn't a lot of solutions being provided and the main thing the most the most prevalent thing i saw was the wealth transfer and depending upon who you ask 68 trillion dollars what have you being you know transferred from generation 1 to generation 2 and there was not a lot of information as far as how to connect and build relationships authentically with the younger generation so that is how I started. I was honored. I got to speak at Barron's conferences, you know, a, a number of different conferences that's now since what I do the majority of my coaching and facilitating with. So that's how that started. And I just want everybody to know right now, if you are a conference organizer and you're looking for an amazing speaker, please, please reach out to Julie. She is remarkable. Now, $68 trillion, there is no larger opportunity in my mind as a marketer. Look, uh, but here's what I hear from advisors all the time. They look at me as their parents' advisor. So can you mind if we start there and kind of deconstruct this? No, not at all. So, and, and... It was very important, obviously, because the majority then and now, the majority of the people that I speak with at conferences 
are older, right? Advisors, we all know the, the statistics, advisors are older. In order to get them on board with this conversation of why it was necessary, you know, the $68 trillion for whatever reason wasn't a it didn't appear to be reason enough. It was speaking in the language of the older advisor about the pain of potentially losing the money once it was transferred from the parents or grandparents to the younger generation. The fact that between 65 and 70% of younger inheritors leave their existing advisors or leave the existing advisors of their parents because that advisor made little to no effort to engage with them ever. And so that was the biggest reason that, that kind of resonated with advisors that made them realize, hmm, you know, maybe this is a good idea. Either I better learn how to better connect with them in the way that speaks to them, or B, hire someone younger and, and support them to make the connections with the younger family members of existing clients. And when you and I were just timing our, our prep call, that comment right there can, we can go down a whole rabbit hole about how advisors are not hiring the right people. They're not training them the right, they don't have the right expectations, but we, you and I are going to put a pin in that and you're going to come back on the show. And we're going to talk more about that, but let's just talk about uh, what is the easiest way or what, what are some of the things that our listeners can do tomorrow in their meeting that they're going to have tomorrow with a matriarch and a patriarch of a family? What are some of the things that they can do to begin this marketing process? Because this is real marketing, right? I mean, this is generating new business is what we want to do from a marketing perspective. So Julie, what have you found works that an advisor can do tomorrow? Absolutely. So, and, and you couldn't be more correct in that it, it, it starts yesterday, right? It starts with your marketing. It starts with your authentic voice. And so to answer your question specifically, it's building the trust with your existing clients that you are there to be their safe space, their judgment-free zone, to have the emotional conversations of wealth transfer, to have the potentially contentious conversations of of the parents and the kids and who knows what's going to happen there but you want to show as the advisor that you're ready and you are are the right person to help navigate that and so it, you got to build that trust with your existing clients first and then you start dripping on them about okay we really need as soon as possible to get the younger family members involved. And the way you approach that is if they're like, eh, you know, a, to the advisor's credit, a lot, the statistic that we talked about is only one in four, 25% of advisors currently talk to their clients about the wealth transfer process. And to the advisor's credit, many of them may try and the, the client may say, I don't want to go there. It's depressing. It's sad. It's complicated. What have you. However, if you flip the perspective and say, I get it. it, it is a really challenging conversation. However, if and when, sadly, the, the inevitable happens, don't you want your family to be taken care of? Don't you want the plans to be in place, the documents to be done so that when, God, you know, God forbid, it happens, they don't have to even think about it. 
And usually if you, if you put it in that perspective, then the clients get more on board with, yeah, we should, we should have these conversations. Um, a second way, Matt, is financial literacy. The younger family members are very, very curious about saving, especially Gen Z. And again, this is, you know, everyone's an individual. This is statistical stuff that I read, but they want to save because they know God knows where social security is going to be. God knows where pensions are going to be, what have you. So they want to be very cognizant and smart about it. So the families know that we are, we as advisors are there to keep the younger family members accountable towards saving as well. So when you start building those conversations into the mix with your existing clients, and then you get the invitation to talk with the younger generation, you better be prepared for that too, because there's a lot to be prepared for. And we can jump into that, Matt, if if you want. We will. So there's, a, I want to just put a, put a, an exclamation point on a couple of things that you said there. Uh, so first off your entry, uh, your foyer into this conversation are the freaking documents that you already have to do as an advisor, the beneficiary documents on their life insurance policies and their 401ks and their Roths. We already have that. Look, I, you're, you just identified three people. I should probably meet with those three people. Right. And the parents are going to say, yes, you should right. There's your door. Don't, don't make this any more difficult than it really needs to be. Talk the, about the other CO, thing too. COIs. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, it, it, you said something else too that I, I wanted to highlight there, uh, which is really this idea of providing education, which is one of the reasons why creating content is so important because now you're not just providing education, but you're providing education in the medium in which Gen Z specifically as the, uh, the, the example that you used consumes their education, you need to be there. Now, you also said something, and I want to, is I can hear advisors' brains right now going, well, this sounds like a really difficult conversation. You opened that door. So I want to walk through that with you. Yeah. How do I get paid and how do I manage the emotions that are involved with this? <laughs> so that's when you, you seek help. And I, I mean this very sincerely. If you and 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 look at yourself, try to remove your ego, right? And look at yourself genuinely and authentically. Do I do a good job taking care of my female investors? Because again, statistically stated, everyone's an individual. Women, if you're really good at taking care of your female investors, more than likely you're going to be good at taking care of and connecting with the younger generations because they are more authenticity really matters. Emotional engagement really matters. That trust factor, the younger generation are great BS sniffers. So if you aren't speaking to them in a language that matters to them and, and about things that matter to them, um, saving as it looks like for them, take the jargon out of the conversation. You're going to lose them. You're just going to lose them. So if do do your homework as an advisor, do your homework to figure out because you get probably one, maybe two opportunities to engage with the younger family members. And if you blow it there, it's going to be hard pressed for you to get back in there. Did that answer your question? It did. And, and I love 
I don't really think people understand the power of Google. And so if you typed in what Julie just said, what is generation millennial, generation X, generation Z, biggest financial concerns, there's your script 100%. advisors. They're there. Oh, it's my God. It, not only that, but so now you know what you're going to talk about. Now you know what you can create content on. And all of a sudden, those people are going to say, well, gosh, you know, that dude's really old, but he's he seems to understand me. Ho, 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 right. And that's absolutely fantastic. You know, one of the other things that you that you said, and I just have to raise this as, as a point. I have a very different feeling, it seems, than most people on death. And so and this might sound wildly morbid, but here's the deal. You're all everybody's dying. It's not an if, it's a when. And so trying to pad that conversation with saying things, you know, well, if you know, it is, it, it might, it might, and we hear this a lot, it might happen sooner rather than later. No, it's going to freaking happen. Have the real conversation. You guys all do it in a financial planning situation. First death, that's on the financial freaking plan. Have these conversations. And I love, love, love. And ask the questions. Like you said, do the discovery get figure out how the client feels what's the emotional triggers what are the emotional triggers for the client and oh especially if you've done a great job at building that trust and you've put yourself out there you know how do i as the advisor feel about this stuff that builds the vulnerability and the connection and the trust well, the vulnerability is something that, gosh, I, I don't think we could do another podcast on that, Julie, to try to convince people that the, the bravado crap that used to work in the 1900s as an advisor does not work anymore. Yep. Statistics prove it, Matt. Statistics prove it. You you had said a couple of things that one in four advisors don't even have the conversation. Now, do you have any idea how many clients want the conversation? Almost 100%. There is a NAPFA, and again, I'm a statistics nerd. I know, that's why I brought right, that right. up, because I know you love the statistics. <laughs> so almost 100% of investors want guidance, want 12, excuse me, wealth transfer guidance. And that's divorce, that's death, that's, you know, leaving money to their kids. So it, and it it is emotionally charged, no matter what. So we as advisors have to, again, figure out how to become the safe space for our clients, the judgment-free zone for our clients. So we are able to sit with them while they're going through this, and they know that we have their back no matter what. Many years ago, there was a, a statistic that uh, one of my friends used to talk about. Uh, and how many females left their husband's advisor? And, and, and I know that sounds very, very sexist and very gender focused, but it's 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 the truth. And that is the first general wealth transfer. And you are a freaking expert in this. So I'm just going to I'm going to lob that to you. And I want you to talk to our audience about that specifically. Yeah. So specific to women. Right. Is that what you're lobbing to me? OK, here we go. So 80% of men, and again, this does sound a little bit morbid, but 80% of men die married, 80% of women die single. So again, whether it's insurance, estate planning, long-term care, talk to the women, make sure you have the relationship with them. Um, women will be the predominant investor base by 2030. So Matt, that's in seven years. So they will be in control of more than $30 trillion of investable assets. That's going to be here in a blink of an eye. 
another reason to make sure you're connecting with women. Women tend to refer more business. Women are often the gateway to the family. So you want to hold on to those assets, make sure that you have a good relationship with the mom or the, the woman, because if you don't, chances are very good, you're going to lose the kids no matter what. So, I mean, and I could go on and on and on and on and on, but those are really the, the main statistics that, and oh, one last one, more than 70% of women leave the, the advisor of their existing marriage between either because of death or divorce within a year of the death or divorce. So let me say that again, 70% of women tend to leave the existing advisor within a year of death or divorce, 70% within a year. Ouch. Yeah. Unbelievably outdated mindset that so many advisors have is, is going to make it so, so I'm going to put rubber to the road here. So those of you who have meetings with a husband and wife, and all you're doing is talking to the husband, you are not going to have a practice to sell when you're ready to sell it. That's just the reality of the situation. You're going to lose 70% of those assets uh, because you don't have any sort of a relationship with, with the spouse or the, the in this situation, women, right? And, and the, the 80% statistic on both sides, Julie, that's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, it's real, but it, I mean, wow. Talk about a mind blowing thing. 80% of men die married and 80% of women die single and, and women are the gateway to the family. That's just, Oh my God. Okay. So let's, let's talk about, let's talk about tri tips, tricks, and techniques here. So let's talk about what are some of the things we talked about the documents. We talked about centers of influence. You know, we talked about beginning that conversation. What are some other things that you have found from a marketing communication client service perspective that in your experience works really well to start opening these doors and, and making it so that the advisors retain those assets. Absolutely. So first and foremost, we as advisors must learn, and, and this makes people squirm, but it just is what it is. We as advisors must learn how to become our authentic, confident self. That means getting, allowing ourselves to get a little bit more emotional, letting ourselves become a little bit more vulnerable. And that is in, from a financial advisor perspective of the ages, you know, you've seen them too, 20 in their twenties, thirties, forties. It's still not how they're taught. It's changing. You know, I was just at the shift conference last week and thank God it's changing, but the, the newer, younger advisors are not taught to do that. And the irony is as people, they want to go there. They are relational people. So we need to embrace them and, and empower them to do so. So to answer your question more specifically, it is being your authentic self in your marketing, being your authentic self in your podcast, being your authentic self, sending agendas out ahead of a prospect meeting, sending agendas out ahead of a, a client meeting saying, okay, here are the things that I want to talk about. Please make less than 50, even 40% of it be about the markets, statistics, have it be about what is going on for the client. And on that agenda, what, you know, what do you want to talk about, Mr. or Mrs. Client or both of you? Because 
the collaboration sadly is missed. Another statistic, more than, excuse me, more than 80% of a client meeting often is spent with the advisor talking. 80%. How are you going to build trust, get connection with that? I mean, just so flip it. Um, another thing that's really, really important is to really figure out what, and this takes time, the discovery questions, it's not a just at the beginning. Discovery questions happen throughout. And if you're getting a surface level level answer, say, hey, can you tell me more about that or help me understand that better? And truly sit and be present and listen. So those are just a few nuggets. Of course, if you want more We'll talk about we will that. talk about that in a minute. And in fact, you just kind of totally segued into something that I, I don't really think I've talked about on the show. Uh, but what you just said uh, about about the idea and the power of listening, that's actually the book that I'm writing right now. So I'm actually going to be teaching financial services professionals the power of listening, but most importantly, actually how to do it, uh, because a lot of people don't understand that it's a skill, uh, it's a discipline, and there are ways to get better and better at it. So I'm, I'm And it is a habit that you have to build because we don't do it well today. No, and it's that, you know, and again, the, the 80% of, you know, client meetings or an advisor talking, what the hell are they talking about they're, what they're talking about is all of these things julie that they can't control bond markets stock markets you know the economy interest rates all of these things look, look you know what they really want to talk about they want to talk about their grandkids and oh my god and let's say they start talking about their grandkids hey should i meet with your grandkids you think yeah big time and two it's at the end of the day people want to know am i going to be safe is my future planned for? And are my kids going to be safe? That's it's. It is our job as advisors to alleviate as much stress for our clients as we possibly can. And that should be the number one. And that looks different for every client, right? The hot buttons, we cannot as advisors assume that we know what causes them stress. We have to figure that out again, through asking questions and talking like you're talking with a friend. Right? You know, we just, we just had a, two guests recently on the show. Uh, and one of them helped you create a, what was called a death workbook, uh, which basically opens every door that we're talking about here. And surprisingly, that was a product. And I want to talk about it just very quickly. Uh, it's called Bento Engines. And basically what it does is it actually is something that is added onto your CRM. It's like a plugin. And it actually looks through your client database for all of the uh, statistically important dates or or age ranges for different events to happen. And so Julie, could you imagine, right? So you are going to probably have the client household, right? And in the client household in your CRM, you are probably going to have the kids' names. Well, at least you should, because they're probably the freaking beneficiaries, right? And all of a sudden, yeah, you have all of these triggers that say, oh my gosh, Jane turned 25, that means this. You as the advisor picks up the phone and said, hey Jane, I know that you're about to turn 25. Look, I, I work with your parents. Look. I don't know if you know this or if anybody's giving you this education, but I'd really like to talk to you about Gen Z, how you can save a little bit more effectively for your future. 
guys, there's tools for this. Not only can you hire somebody like Julie to really, really, truly teach you to have these conversations and to do them effectively and efficiently, efficiently, because as an, a recovering advisor, which she is, she knows that your time is money and we want to support that too. We also want to support that from a marketing perspective, because it's so important that if you start having this level of forward thinking, then these kids are going to start showing up with their parents to meetings and you can actually plan invite that. Them yeah. to do and that's that. even At better. At least once a year, invite them. Let's talk about what your mom and dad have planned in retirement. Let's talk about what your mom and dad have planned for legacy, right? So those are the sorts of things, everybody, that are, are very, very important. Now, I'm going to ask you my favorite question. Matt, I'm so sorry. Can I oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. before we move on super fast? So for advisors that are listening whose investor base is younger, flip the questions like you just said. Ask them, hey, do you know, are your parents taken care of? Not, not in a slimy way where you're like, yeah, you just want to get an introduction because you want their money. No, you want to make sure that their parents are being taken care of and they're thinking through everything. You know, this is, again, it's a wealth transfer life cycle, as I call it. So anyway, sorry, didn't no, no. In fact, you probably just answered the question that I was going to answer you, which is my favorite question of the podcast, which is what should I have asked you that I didn't? Oh, yeah. So it really is. um, and, And one thing, too, for advisors that are listening who are like, you know, crap, I don't. This is this is not a space that I want to get into. It's really it feels really uncomfortable. Well, know that you're not alone. A lot of advisors feel the same way, but also know that there are a ton of resources out there, you know, FPA, CFP, people such as myself, you know, money quotient, you know, there's a lot of resources out there that are there to help you talk through and and kind of work through the the discomfort. Because it really, I hope, if you've walked away from anything today, you've walked away knowing that it's important to get yourself in a stronger, more confident space to be able to be vulnerable and emotionally engaged with your clients. Last statistic, um, there is there was a study done by both Wharton and Vanguard and I'm sure others that say between an investor and their advisor, the most important thing by far in building trust is emotional engagement. And I can send, there's so much stuff I can send you, but it's again, emotional engagement and trust. They all go together. Well, let's talk about that. So I'm sure that there are people who are going to want to reach out to you and find out more about one, how they can engage with you and two, maybe then get access to some of these resources. So Julie, what's the best way for our audience to reach out to you? I appreciate that, Matt. So email me, please, Julie, J-U-L-I-E, at xycommunication.com. No S on the end. So Julie at xycommunication.com. And I also have a wonderful proven set of discovery questions, stories to share with clients, just a, a kind of a get started way, if you can, if you wish. We will make sure that we have links to those in our show notes. Julie, it's it's wonderful to know you. I'm super excited to finally see you in person here in the near future. And thanks for everything that you do for advisors. Everybody, things are changing. Uh, that is the only thing that is proven and guaranteed in life is change. 
and death. But we talked about both of those today. So we uh, we ticked a couple of pretty powerful boxes there, Julie. So thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Matt. All right, everybody, listen, uh, we have some really great resources in order for you to start creating the education that you need to really, truly help not only educate your clients, but your clients, kids and grandkids. And that's in the Pod Rocket Influence Academy. We'll have links in our show notes to that, too. By the way, you can join for free. Great resources in there for free. So for Julie and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.